to the motherfucking hole yes honey yeah good morning y'all welcome back to the sunday motherfucking calm down <laughs> um i am here recording um by myself uh for this episode um we have taken a break from creating content um and we are back we are back for now, <laughs> um, Ricardo is um, currently not here, physically speaking. So I'm here uh, by myself, uh, recording this episode by myself, just for this episode. Uh, Ricardo is not here, physically speaking. I am hoping that he's here somehow, spiritually speaking. <laughs> he's actually in Hakumba, California. He is attending um the uh festival uh, that our friend is djing at um the afternoon umbrella friends um they have a production going on right now um i sadly was not able to attend due to uh, i guess lack of wanting to go outside <laughs> um it's been kind of cold it's been kind of um rainy and i i just i wasn't ready to commit to all that that being said, um, Ricardo hopefully will be back for next episode. If not, he'll be back when he is back. And that's that. Um, I really wanted to get back into making um, some content and trying to get into the flow of recording and editing and posting because all that does take time. Um, and I think I am finally reaching a moment where I have come to a stable routine <laughs> um, that I can rely on and I can fit this whole, I guess, process in. That being said, um, today is March 12, 2023. Today, the Oscars are going to be playing. So it's motherfucking Oscar mania everywhere. Like you turn on NPR, they're talking about Oscars. You turn on motherfucking Hulu, they're promoting the Oscars. You turn on the CNN and they're like having coverage of white privilege tar movie on there. So I figured let's not, why not join in on, um, on the Oscar manias. And that being said, I did a little bit of research. There's a lot of movies nominated this year. Um, and I really wanted to know what the fuck people were talking about. So I sat my ass down and I watched about, I want to say like eight hours of movies. Not straight ahead, but these movies are getting longer and longer. Like, I need like an intermission. I mean, can we bring back the intermission back? Like, it's just, I remember watching, what is it, Gone with the Wind? Didn't that have an intermission? I think, um, oh my God, where's the one with Judy Garland? Um, on the train. I think that has <laughs> an intermission. I can't even remember the name of it. But anyways, um, I'm going to just go ahead and go through some of these movies that I was able to watch. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a recap of what it was. And not all their nominations because some of these, they have a lot of nominations. So the first one I watched was um, All Quiet. Actually, no. The first one I actually watched was um, Black Panther. Uh this is the Black Panther movie is actually nominated for a few um, nom uh, 
awards uh, like design, hairstyle, visual effects, and best supporting actress, of course, Angela Bassett has been doing the motherfucking thing for motherfucking years. She is one of the gays favorite. I think she's one of my favorites too. Every time she comes out in American Horror Story, anything that she's done on FX has been pretty good. Um, but she's just great. She's just ever since she's done, um, oh my God, how, how Stella got her groove back. Oh my word. I love that movie. She's just everything. I hope she wins. Um, that is streaming on Disney plus. The next one that I watched was Netflix is on Netflix. It's called all quiet on the Western front. This is a German film. It is a film about some 17 kid year olds, 18 year olds, back in the day of World War One and how they pretty much just enlisted, you know, to war. And it, it, I mean, it has not one single moment of like hope. I mean, it, there is, but it's just, it's a very brutal and very in your face and raw movie. Like it, it hold, it doesn't really hold back. It's, it's very raw of what I guess war is. I've, I've never experienced war. I have lived through a couple wars like Iraq and all that stuff, but you know, I was never focused on that area. I, my family has never been a military family, so I can't even ex like, you know, try to even relate to it. But at the same time, oh my God, this film makes you feel things. Um, all the sad things, all the sorrow, all the despair, and then you just get sadder <laughs> for two motherfucking hours. So. Um, it's really sad. I recommend to watch this movie. I think that knowing that there is a war going on halfway around the world and that this is actually happening in, in probably worse times because now I feel like it's just we have more technology to add to the violence, more technology to add to the gruesome, to the rawness, to, to just everything. And, and, and it's just so sad. To me, it's, it's a really sad subject for me. So... Um, go ahead and watch that. It is a really good movie. It is a German movie. It's um, I think it's dubbed, but I think they did a really interesting job with what they did with the sound because it's just um, like I wasn't sure if they're speaking English. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, like what's coming out of the TV does not match the subtitles and I'm a subtitles guy. Like I need to watch I Like I just I hate to not know what it is that they're saying or like I'm like what? Plus I I get to learn English is not my first language, um, so Mexicano and so yo aprendí primero español and so like for me knowing uh, like how, what they're saying and the context just helps me out. Um, but yes, it was a really good movie. I the kind of one nomination that I think it may be running in for it that I think it's well two I think it's it's um it's nominated for best um international film which I think is 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 it's a pretty strong contender and then also it's nominated for best score original score which I think is the sound of like that like uh I guess the sound of the movie and it has I don't know if any of you guys have seen I um, Annihilation with Natalie Portman where they have this like crazy like sound like it's crazy but it's just such a it reminds me of that sound to that movie and this ha does something similar to their score it's like it's modernized but it's set in a film in like 
20s or I don't even know, like further back. I don't know when the World War One. I'm not good with um, with history, but it was uh, it was kind of an interesting um, thing that I that I saw that they did with the. It's an interesting. Oh my word! What am I trying to motherfucker set up in here? It is an interesting observation that I had of the movie. That's basically what I'm trying to say. All right, moving on to the next one. Um, this is probably my favorite movie out of all of them. It's streaming on Hulu. It's called Triangle of Sadness. It's again another two and a half movies. Two and a half movies. Two and a half hours. Um, it is. It's a pretty cool movie. I love this movie. So the way that I'm going to describe this movie is if for any of you guys who have seen or watched White Lotus, imagine White Lotus being into this two and a half hour movie, just kind of condensed. And it hits just, it, it, it's for those who haven't seen White Lotus, it's kind of a series that kind of focuses on privileges um, that happen throughout our daily lives and and I guess we just kind of put up with them right um this is kind of that it's basically um it's based around a couple a millennial couple and I would say a privileged couple I wouldn't say white privilege but I guess yes just because they're white but um but they're pretty privileged he's a model she's like an influencer she's also a model or something and and they get all this free stuff and they're like thrown into this like very you know um they're thrown into this very lavish vacation and it basically goes wrong in, in the most crazy way. And then they're just trying to survive. So it's an interesting movie because it hits a lot of themes. Um, it hits like white privilege, pretty privilege, male versus female. Uh, um, what is the word that I'm looking for? Equanimity or being equals or whatever. It hits, um, it hits, interracial injustices or, or um, inequalities that happen and it's just so cool I recommend watch this movie it's a it's a fun it's an interesting two and a half hours it's not sad I guess it could be sad but it's 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 just all the feelings it makes you feel a lot of emotions and I thought it was a great movie it, it, this movie is nominated for best picture best director and best original screenplay i think that it has a really good chance for original screenplay just because it's so interestingly like well like the storyline you're just like holy sh and then at the end of the minute you're just like kind of sitting there looking at your screen like what the fuck like oh my word do eat before this movie because it gets really gross in the middle of the movie I wish someone had told me this because I was like, I had a fucking layout of like curly fries with ranch and like had all these like foods and pizza and yeah, that was not fun to eat after watching that. But anyways, all right, so that was Triangle of Sadness. That is streaming on Hulu. It is really cool. I recommend watching that one. The next one on my list right up in here is streaming on HBO. It's Banshees of... Ina Sharon, it's got nine nominations with Colin Farrell as Best Actor. This is nominated for Best Picture, Actor, Supporting Actress, Director, Supporting Actor, Screenplay, Score. I think I'm missing a couple of them, but it, it, it racked up a, call, a lot of nominations. It is a really cool movie based around a relationship between these two best friends where basically one is breaking up with the other and it takes it to a really 
like a really gruesome level like he really does not want to be his friend like it's just it's it's a very it's an interesting movie it is i think my third favorite movie on this list i think um i think a lot of people could relate to this movie as far as like you know maybe we outgrow some friendships or maybe we outgrow some people in lives and we we don't necessarily know what the protocol is or how to do you know we have this culture of canceling not canceling this culture of ghosting and just not responding i remember i was speaking with someone i think from the east coast maybe i don't even know but they were from like the west coast and they said that we on the west coast have this very notion of of very like just kind of cutting people off and by that he, he she put this like kind of in perspective where usually when someone asks someone to hang out you know if i text someone and i text my friend and i'm like hey do you want to hang out today and they're like no i can't today and you know but let's do you know maybe tomorrow or the next weekend or whatever right and he and she i was reading us californians specifically i think san francisco she said that she was living where they just don't even offer to like reschedule they're just like no i can't i'm busy today and then that's it and like that's it and so i noticed that i do that sometimes too like i'm busy i'm going to the gym i can't today i can't be bothered da, 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 da. so i think it brought a lot of that kind of just like you want to be there for someone you know you, you know but it, it it also this movie just has like a lot of themes and it's kind of hard for me to like <laughs> linguistically say these things um but it's just it's 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 hard to kind of put yourself to be a priority when you're trying to help someone else i don't even think that's coming out right it's hard it's hard when you're the type of person when you put others as a priority and at some point i think you kind of learn to pull back and be like okay well this may be fun for him but what's in it for me because i'm not getting anything out of this like meetup. there's nothing going on you know we're doing the same thing over and over again and i guess this happens also with girlfriends and boyfriends I definitely learned a lot of things i think from watching this movie just just seeing how it's based not in modern times it's based like back in times and if they didn't even have like cell phones and the technologies and all these distractions you know they had it easier to just kind of like spend time together and now i feel like in these days there's just so much going on that we all do our own thing but yeah that's on hbo that it's a it's a gory movie but it's not disgusting it's i think they just do it for emphasis um, and obviously it's part of the movie, but it's it's a really good movie. This has Colin Farrell in it as the protagonist, and I, I like it. I definitely recommend it. It's my third, I think my third favorite movie out of all these. Um, the next one on my list, right up in here, is on, it's streaming on HBO. This is, I'm talking about Elvis. It got eight nominations, cinematography, picture, editing, sound, production design, actor, makeup, and hair. Um, I'm thinking... I think also the actor, which I am drawing a blank. I don't even know why I don't have it up right now, but it racked up a lot of nominations. And I won't say that this is my favorite movie. I think out of all of them, this was my least favorite movie. 
and I, it's a, kind of a musical like that's kind of like an interesting thing for me to say because I usually like musicals but I was I didn't know much about Elvis before I, I'm not a big fan of his he does have my favorite Christmas song well one of my favorite Christmas song which is I think it's Blue Christmas but I do like watching some of these I don't even know what they're called the autobiographies or biographies like I saw the one about Tammy Faye and I watched this one and Selena and you know you, you, you know they always portray this on how they become famous so it's always kind of interesting to watch everyone's journey and and Elvis's journey it's sad it's sad that he only lived until 42 I think that's the same age that my dad died at too I don't know why I'm bringing this up but anyways um but the, yeah but he it was a sad story it reminded me a lot of Britney Spears um, they actually have a kind of a, a mashup of Britney Spears and, and Elvis in the in the movie I did like that about the movie the soundtrack it had a lot of um, modern influences mixed in with a lot of blues um, and and music from that time <laughs> I'll put it like that because I don't want to sound stupid but um, the makeup, I guess they're like, the makeup and hair was kind of the biggest thing. Like I said, it's not my favorite movie, but it's it was fun. It was nice to like just watch it. I, next one on my um, list right up in here. <laughs> this one's streaming on Showtime. On Showtime, I just bought it because I was like, oh, I'm not going to, I always forget to cancel any subscriptions. And so I end up paying more than what I even need to pay. So I just bought it. I bought the movie. And I'm actually glad that I did. I'm talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh my word, this motherfucking movie has been everywhere. Like this whole year. I think this, I can't even remember when this came out, but it came out a while ago. And I remember, I think I spoke to one of my friends and he's like, I don't know how I feel about that movie. And I was like, all right, cool. So I never watched it up until last night. And I just want to say that this is my favorite movie. This is by far my favorite movie out of all of them. It, it just, so for me, I, the reason I kind of like this movie is because it, it's using kind of that scientific, I guess, proven theory that we live in a multi-universe. There's multi-universes everywhere, right? Like, there's a different universe with a different me somewhere out there. And not only is there one, but there's a billion. And so, um... This brings me back to like one of my favorite shows, um, which is Rick and Morty. Ever since I started watching Rick and Morty, I'm like, oh my word, my mind just got blown. So the fact that they're making that kind of like theme or that type of storyline in a real life type of movie, like that is just, it's cool, it's sickening. It is exactly what I thought it would like, what, it can kind of correlate to how I would expect it to be from a Rick and Morty standpoint. Obviously there's no like aliens and stuff and, and that's like I feel like Star Wars, but here it's just kind of like more of a drama within a mom and a daughter. And so that that whole relationship and and, and how kind of like love and caring and, and being there for someone can, can change someone's life and that it can just kind of, kind of, it can kind of go through all the universes, you know? Um, 
it's a very it's 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 a very it's a cool movie i thought it was so cool i thought that the fact that there was just so many little details i mean this it's a cool movie it's it's hard to keep up with i'm pretty sure that some people like left out of it like what the fuck did i just watch but it to me it makes sense and to me it just makes sense because i've seen rick and morty <laughs> so i'm like i kind of understand what they're going through but at first you're kind of like where is she what is happening is she back in the other is it a different time like it's just a little it's 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 it can be a little bit confusing but it was a great movie um that is my favorite that's by far my favorite i'm hoping that it wins as many um as many oscars as it can i do hope that triangle of sadness does get a couple um because that is just my second favorite um but yes uh there's all obviously there's more movies um there's controversy around that movie tar um, which I thought was just short for Avatar. <laughs> I literally thought that, like someone I think mentioned it on some podcast or some, I was like listening while I was working. And of course I'm not like listening full on to the conversation because I'm like paying attention to work. And I heard Tar and I was like, oh, it's probably like that Avatar movie. But apparently there's some movie Tar, which is an independent movie. Um, it's the minority of movies, if you will, um, which got last minute, um, recognition right and a lot of people are kind of mad because i guess the people that are being recognized are white and and i get it like i i, I under i 100 percent get it um you know it's kind of sad to see other actresses like viola davis or someone else michelle yo or someone else that would that could benefit from just increasing their the race value i guess to be cut off just like that but at the same time you kind of feel for the film because it isn't a minority film it's a movie made i think a hundred a hundred thousand dollars like globally or, or in the states it wasn't even that much money but and it's a really good film i mean i haven't really seen it but i heard it's a really good film and i mean for there it's being nominated for a reason i i, I think Kate blanchett i think is, is is nominated for best um actress which i'm not saying she don't deserve it because she does the motherfucking thing too um but at the same time she's already won like two like at this point like let's give it to the people who need it i know that we we're recognizing their work and everything but sometimes you know you gotta help those who are in need um but i guess you know the oscars first of all does not work like that let me just teach you guys about how the oscars work um, and I read this in some document embedded in my brain where they actually have 10 Oscars. Like they go out to the community, usually like a Latino community, and they ask 10 different Oscars with different backgrounds to come and watch these movies. And they make them sit through these movies like back to back. Um, and they have to make their judgments and critiques and scores on that um which i don't even know where these oscars are i don't know who these oscars are and my biggest question is why is the most important oscar of them all not even a presenter and i'm referring to oscar the grouch of course so i'm just kidding i'm i'm rambling on i'm being stupid <laughs> i obviously have my morning coffee um so anyways, that's that's enough about the Oscars. That is, I, I wanted to get that out. That was, I sat through all these motherfucking movies. So I was like, someone's going to listen to me because I got a lot to say about these movies. And you know what? These movies are really cool. Um, 
like I say, my favorite one is Triangle of Sadness. No, I think it's my favorite one. The one I really want to win a lot, though, is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Those two, I recommend for sure. Um, watch those. Um, and other news, this week, oh my word, this has been like a tumultuous week. And I'm going to just go through these real quick just to... <laughs> Just to make a note of what happened this week, but there was a kidnapping in Matamoros, which is, I guess, one of the border towns or close to a border town by 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 Texas. Four Mexicans were kidnapped. I don't technically think that they were kidnapped. I think that two were murdered right on right right there, and then took two were kidnapped. Like let's be let's be more accurate because I saw the video of what like on online and it shows this happening. And this woman, it just the video just shows a woman already on the back, on the back bed of the truck. There's another man who's being pushed on the back of the truck by someone, by two, three guys with like these huge rifles. You see these two laying like bystanders on the road, and they're just like laying in a puddle of blood. Sorry to be so graphic, <laughs> being graphic, but it was just it's a horrible thing to see. And and those two that were like being dragged, they they were basically murdered right there. They weren't even kidnapped. Like they were murdered before kidnapped. Um. Um. So I wrote down a couple of things here. They apparently. <laughs> so I guess better late. I guess two days or the day after. The cartel, um, which is called, I guess, something about Grupo Escorpio de Matamoros or something like that. So they end up finding uh, the two surviving um, Americans, or actually the four of them. I don't even know specifics, but they were found in a, I quote, a wooden house. And that's crazy. Huh? Then a day later, they found... they found the kidnappers. I guess there was like five kidnappers or five people that were... Um, immediately responsible for this and they were found like pretty much handcuffed with a truck and a handwritten apology note from the motherfucking cartel what is going on in this motherfucking 20 up motherfucking 23 like this is is crazy and it's just like what kind of a fucking criminal like oh I'm sorry I got the wrong person oops like, and you know, there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of anger behind Mexico citizen, Mexican citizens, because it's like, it takes, it takes four fucking Americans for the fucking government to do something. And, and it's just ridiculous. This has been going on for years and years and years against Mexicans. And, and it takes foreigners for the fucking government to get their shit together it's just fucking it's crazy or for the cartel to feel fucking bad like what's what's going on with all the mexicans that they murder throughout the years and there's no motherfucking apology note up in here like goddamn they owe us like i want to say a whole bible worth of fucking apology notes and money but anyways that happened i wanted to get i wanted to say something about that because i just i cannot believe that the fact that they like returned to fucking the fucking thing. Another facts that I know about this. So it was at Matamoros, Mexico. Um, Matamoros, Mexico is classified as a, as a class four, I guess. I, yeah. I knew that there was classes. I just never realized um, that Matamoros would be one. But it's basically avoid this place. It says avoid, do not travel to. Um, if you do find yourself there, it says to pretty much like get out there, get out of there immediately. And the people that were actually going down there were going to get cosmetic surgery. Um, they're from South Carolina. I'm not gonna North Carolina. One of the Carolinas. Um, all right. Next note. Um, these are things that just happened 
this week or maybe even last motherfucking week. Oh, um, one, Bad Bunny and Kendall. Oh my word. Oh my word. Can we come up with like their couple name already? Huh? Bendel, Bunny, Bunnell, Bunnell, Kendall. I think Bendel. I don't know that couple. A lot of people are kind of mad because a lot of the singing or songs or even message that Bad Bunny projects is, you know, you have to be proud of your heritage and you have to be this and you, you know, we have to, there's so much, he has so much anger against these colonizers that come to Puerto Rico and take their land and all this stuff. And, and, and I, I see that, right? Like I can see how the correlation of, of people getting mad at him for dating some white chick to, you know, I don't know, to, to, to be in love with, um, versus why not, why is he not picking some, some Latina girl or whatever, which is fine, but, I mean, I don't think that you can choose who you fall in love with, a lot of people, isn't that like the whole fucking thing with y'all, like, you can't choose who you fall in love with, you just fall in love with who you fall in love with, and may I say, I am thinking that this is a very smart move for him, business-wise speaking because if this works out that motherfucker gonna be like son of Kris Jenner and this is exactly what we need we need like the Kris Jenner power and like mind and everything in motherfucking Puerto Rico and hopefully that that could help him bring Puerto Rico up if it even gets that far I highly doubt it I am pretty sure that Kendall is just probably getting boned very good by this Latino and she is having a motherfucking good time that motherfucker can't even talk like a full sentence in English like how like it's I mean granted that my mom is is married to someone who doesn't really speak Spanish and she don't speak English and somehow it works I can let it go but as a young person I'm like I don't, I don't know I don't know. I guess love doesn't translate to age, but whatever. Moving on. I'm, I'm rooting for Bad Bunny. Whatever. He, he, he does no wrong. I think that he has a good heart and, and leave him alone. Like, if he wants to date Kendall Jenner, like, fucking let him date fucking Kendall Jenner. Um, all right. Next. Now, another, another Jenner. <laughs> another Jenner in the headlines. I guess this happened, like, I think two weeks ago. And I thought it was really funny. The fact that Kylie Jenner dissed Selena. Oh my word, like the whole world fucking changed over one diss. And I guess it's kind of like high school, right? Like we're like, we're going to root for the person who's kind of nice, not for the mean bitch. And apparently, so the story goes that Selena, I don't even know what she did to her face. It doesn't look like she did something to her eyebrows. It looks like she got like Botox done because her face is just not moving in that like short 10 second clip, by the way. But anyways, um... She posted something, I thought, you know, I think she posted that she had messed up her eyebrows and that it was an accident. And apparently Kylie, along with, she's forgettable. What's the other girl's name? I don't even know. One of like, G, not Gigi, Bella? No. Bieber's girlfriend or wife, Haley. Not Haley. Is it Haley? I think it was Haley. I don't know. But anyways. Two of the girls, well, one of the girls along with Kylie Jenner have these, like, posts on their Instagram, specifically, you know, kind of, like, poking fun at an eyebrow, and it sarcastically says, like, this was an, this was an accident, and then 
Hailey Bieber is like tagged in the next post, which is like a picture of an eyebrow or something. It's basically just kind of a diss. I also don't believe that this all shit is going down. I feel like in my conspiracy theory head, I'm thinking this girl's on a reality TV show. They're going to need something to talk about. They're going to need to bring up ratings. They're going to need to bring up more attention because I feel like every so many years comes a reality TV show that debunks the current reigning reality TV show. I feel like it happened with Laguna Beach. It happened with The Hills. Then came Jersey Shore. And then now this. Of course, now we live in like a, like a whole sea of reality TV shows. So I don't think that it's easy to kind of like throw off a main reality TV show. But, but to me, I think that the Kardashians are tittery. Tattering. I heard also, well, I read, I think, on the news, uh, New York Post, where um, they might not even get invited to this year's Met Gala. And I think that that's a good thing. Like, goddamn, we already got one trash out of there, which is Kanye West. Now we just need to take the whole motherfucking dumpster out and take the Kardashians out. I do like Jenner, though. Like, I think, like, I, I like Kendall Jenner. And Kendall Jenner can only go because he's dating Bad Bunny. And that's the only reason that he can go. The rest can stay home and they can watch from home. Like, ah, uh -uh, no. Anyways, those, those thing happened. Another interesting thing happened, which is not entertainment related, which I thought was kind of funny. I actually just heard this uh, this morning. FDA stops naming certain foods as healthy. And I guess there is some sort of change in labelings or whatever, whatnot, um, where... Well, we need to stop, I guess the FDA is companies to stop referring to their products as healthy because um, I guess, I guess Fruit Loops isn't as healthy as it should be or Cocoa Puffs isn't as healthy as it should be. Um, I, I, you know, I am just surprised that even people are allowed, or pe like parents are allowing people to even eat Fruit Loops because wouldn't you be scared of your kid coming out fruity or fruity pebbles? like? You're scared of drag queens, but you're like force feeding these fruity ass motherfucking cereal boxes down their throat and like killing their gag reflex. You're literally making your children gayer. So, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, just kidding. But, um, yeah, no, I thought that was interesting. Um, I wonder what other lists is, is what other things are listed on that list, but we don't have time for that. So, we just gonna move on. And we're going to just pretty much end it right here. I'm going to end it on a lighter note. Miley Cyrus has good music. And some of y'all are Miley haters. But I don't give a motherfucking fuck, okay? The album is cute. I, 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 it's actually, it's pretty, it's it's not what I expected. It's very grown up. It has a lot of ballads. Um, I do love two of her songs on there. Obviously, Flowers. Um, but then there's River, which is the more upbeat one, um, and Jaded. River came out with a music video, and she is just giving it to you up in this video. Black and white, motherfucker. There ain't no color for y'all. Here is just black and white. And she is wearing this tiny little mini dress, and she's just so grown up. She's definitely giving me, like, like rocker disco vibes. Like, I'm thinking, like, Cindy Lepore meets... Danny Minogue and Kylie Minogue without the color and it's it's just so cool. I, I love it. It's it's a really cool um it's a cool video and it's a it's a cool movie. Um a cool movie, a cool swung. 
Motherfucker, you are just dying to get up and out of here. It is a little weird to do this by myself. So I just, it's hard to kind of like have without having someone to feed off of. So um, I'm hoping I'm doing okay. But anyways, listen to those songs, River and Jaded. They're both pretty cool. Um, that wraps it up for this week. I hope to be back soon. Er, then later. Um, and I just want to thank you guys for listening in. Uh, y'all have a good week. Y'all have a good motherfucking Sunday. Watch the Oscars. Um, and root for my movies. <laughs> I'll go watch the movies that I, that I recommended. Um, anyways, yeah, that's it. That's it for today. Bye, y'all. You guys have a good one.